Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, everyone. My name's Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 112. The big, the baddest. It's bigger than the 100 for reasons you'll find out today. We talk about that, the 112. We talk about the Game Awards, some of the awards nominated, um, things on Twitter. Cringe. Um, not cringe. Questions, Good not cringe, cringe. Bad cringe. Questions and answers. Um, there's a good bit in there. I don't know. Oh, video I, game awards. I already said that. Oh, okay. No. There's other stuff, though. I don't know. Look. Yes, we just spent an hour and 40 minutes recording that. And yes, I'm making the intro right after. And yes, I already forgot. But isn't... Oh, but you find out you find out a super secret podcast secret today that involves Dork Shadow. Oh. That will uh, be uh, pretty interesting, I think you guys <laughs> yep. will like. Please get your hopes up. It'll live up to it. Um, <laughs> so, with that... Enjoy this episode. Oh, new merch too. Cop that merch. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 112. That's right. Wow. Lead the pace. We made uh, it. 112 is, it, it means a lot. We did it, guys. This, it. That means we're syndicated now. Like, we're officially, like, in the 112 <laughs> Hall of Fame. Like, the podcast is retired into the 112 Hall of Fame. Oh, we're retiring? Okay. Deuces. Yeah. Sorry. Admins. This is it. Sorry. We're out. Yeah, we'd only ever anticipated to go to 112. Yeah, we only wrote up to episode 112. Little did you know, every podcast you've listened to up to this point, word for word, Dork wrote it. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I so I, was hoping, like Rust. I thought you were going to say we wrote it because I was going to say, obviously, we're not the best writers. But no, then he said no. Dork's okay. Like, yeah. yeah, well, Dork wrote season two of Rust, which... He again, peaked there. He peaked. That, that was our great. That was our He decided great. to retire there. Yeah. I mean, because you just yeah. you don't get... I mean, you, yeah. Like, how are you going to one-up your Well, shit? after you season two ended, he's like, I want to do something big. He's like, I'm going to write 112 episodes of a podcast word for word. Like, and sheesh. he did it. So now we're kind of just... Going with the flow. Little yeah, did you know those tangents, all the times we got off topic. Those were actually written. All those, those stories never happened. 
air just those guests we just gave them a script well how weird would that be he wrote what was going to happen in our life before it happened you know like wait so dork's to blame for covid we gotta go back oh we gotta go back dork you wrote it poorly (laughs) we gotta go back we gotta. We're gonna reboot this uh, podcast. We're gonna. That's what Dor's like. What is this missing? What, is, what are their lives missing? A pandemic. A global put- pandemic. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's get this going. So you heard it here first. It's crazy to think too that only like, not even like thirty of these episodes was filmed in person. Now it's yeah. been ninety episodes or eighty episodes, whatever of this. Yeah. Our digital faces. Granted, they've always been digital. We'll- Hopefully I'll make the drive down. I'll make the oh. drive down. Yeah, and well, we also make the like flight up, right? Like well, we also year. don't oh, can, remember. If you pay me to fly up. I'll be up there. Easy. We don't remember how. That, do you remember how to set up the podcast? Yeah, I mean, it'll take a while. <laughs> Not looking forward to that. But the yeah, in today's episode, we're we're gonna discuss the one twelve. Um, we will say for this episode, we we tried to get the man, the myth, the legend himself, Ryan Lockwood. Um, yeah, I DM'd him, nothing, no to no avail, which is okay. No, unlucky, he's a busy man. And you're like, who who is that? Well, he is the yeah, man behind one twelve. He is the one twelve. Because I I figured, you know, I think we've explained it before in the podcast and videos, but it would be what other podcast to explain it than the 112 yeah. podcast uh what is the 112 um rob you want to take it or do you want me to yeah sure i uh so well 112 is like different to me than what it is 112 well, i'm saying is, like well, where did it come okay. from so 112 from? is a speed run of 007 goldeneye Streets. um yeah and it's on the the episode or the episode the mission called Streets. I've never played 007, um, campaign at least. How many times I've watched that video, player. though? I'm, I've like, I've played yeah, it through. Yeah, so um, 112 is just like a speed, a, a kid, I would say he's probably like 14 or 15 at that point, watching a playback of a speed running like PB he got. I think it was a world record, actually. He tied a world record. And he goes back and he just pops off watching like the VOD. And he just kind of goes what he's like thinking through, like the line I take here, feeling like and like just like the how passionate he is about it, just like the feeling and it like the exciting like factor he has about it, just makes it so great. It makes it like you could apply to anything in your life. That's what's great about the one twelve. So it's basically just a kid did a speed run, got the time one twelve, and that title world record with Mark Rutsu. Um, Me and Mark Rutsu. Uh So yeah, that is what Streets One Twelve is. Now I now what Streets One Twelve is to me is a lot different. Um, when I watched a lot of Reckful back in the day, when Reckful was feeling himself or needed a pump up, Reckful would play One Twelve, and he thought it was so funny and he thought it was awesome. So whenever I think hear One Twelve or like, uh, like hear 112 or anything like that i always think of byron first and then i and then 112 is just like the accumulation of accumulation of everything you've worked for in your life you know what you don't see with the 112 is the 115s the 118s the 122s maybe even 150s you know those are what you don't see 
So with the 112, it's like peak of like of like your existence and like what you've worked for your entire life. So like it can like you can apply towards school, you know, right now, like getting the 112 is graduating or getting your master's or something like that or getting that promotion or hitting that follower goal or something like that. That's what the 112 is to me is it's when you when you hit the peak of everything you've worked for in your entire life. So it's much more than a speed run to me. It's like a journey kind of thing. It's like a poetic kind of story told in a number. So, and then like, it's weird too. Like I'll look at the time I'm like, oh shit, it's one twelve, Or like I'll send a text it's to somebody everywhere. and it's like one twelve o'clock. And then like, I'll see a score and it's like, yeah, um, I'll watch, I'll go to a Nuggets game and the Nuggets win by one twelve. you know? It's just it's weird, you know. And then like in movies, you see it a lot too. Like you, I don't know, I don't know why you see one twelve a lot, and it's I don't know if it's because like, it's probably like uh, the Wilhelm scream. It's in every movie somewhere. Yeah, it's like I subconsciously look for one twelve, but I feel like one twelve shows up in my life when I need it the most. You know, like when I'm down and I'm like depressed, and I see like uh, order one twelve. I've never got an order one twelve. But um, when you do, yeah, like that I'm is never going like, to eat again like, because <laughs> you know what? Like I may be at like 125 right now, but I will be at 112 pretty soon. So that's what 112 is. But what if you get an order 113? I've never seen 113. Oh, you know what sucks though? So like, um, I unboxed like a super rare gun in CSGO and like in the paint index, um, it can be like one to a thousand. So it can be like oh, any no. of those. Oh God! No, no. I unboxed a 113 paint index. Ah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. the paint it. index is like it's like 3K. I ain't selling it. No. I'm holding. Hey, but it's the 113, man. I know. I was so I, if it was 112, oh my it's lord, I've been so happy. Yeah, but it's one. The paint index is 113. Yeah. So long story short, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, still just Google streets 112, 112. streets streets 112 Rang Lockwood. Speed run, whatever. And you'll find it. And then you'll probably be like, wait, what? This is what it's all about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, damn, that's what Rob applies to his life and feels like. like yeah, you're like, what? Like, and then yeah. you're watching it the 10th. I'm like, yes. Yes. Yeah. You'll literally be studying like for finals, listening to 112. Like you got 10 minutes before a Two final and you're getting those 10 minute study session ins. Have Streets 112 going in the back. Look at the pace. Yeah. You'll read like the Da Vinci's Code in five minutes. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize it's uh, it's a natural form of uh, the Adderall for kids. You know, you don't need yeah. to take you don't need to pawn off Addy. You know, just listen no. to one twelve. Just listen to one twelve. You know what? Get on that, Joe Byron. <laughs> um, blue. I think we've talked about it. it doesn't hey. really mean much to you, but what would you say the one twelve means to you? I just see one twelve. I'm like, oh, that's the Rob number. Hell yeah, blue. Thank you. Mm. Oh, that's I, about it. <laughs> can I tell you something that I had done? So I got a, I got art of a gun that I have done, and it's stat tracked. Okay, and right. the art is sick. Like it is unbelievable. It is unbelievable the renders the CS community can do of these guns. And then I'm like. It is like like it looks like the sixteenth chapel or whatever. I said sixteenth, it's not sixteenth. Um it like looks like that. And I'm like, how much is this? They're like, uh, like 10 quid? I'm like, what? Like, okay. Uh so 
he he like sends me the art and it is sick like it it's like not an easy edit to just be like hey on the stat track thing can you make it say 112 instead of just all zeros he was like uh yeah sure but i have to like, edit. <laughs> yeah so he's like he's like, he's like sure bro yeah he's like oh, uh, bro. Sure. that'd be extra two quid yeah yeah, I, I did pay him an extra like five quid, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, still. <laughs> pay your artists still, out there, man. Um, you're gonna have to. Can I GPS to the 16th chapel or like where? What is it actually? The six. Six. Sixteen. Six. <laughs> si- say it again. I hate you. Sixteenth. No, for Sistine. real. Sixteen. It's not Sistine. a number. Sixteen. Yeah. What's it? Who's sixteen? <laughs> I don't know who it you is. Don't know, but it's not a number. Who is... I saw this TikTok and it was like, it was like the Sistine Chapel, and it was like I can't believe a Sistine like created all of this. Like, it was really funny. Um, uh, originally known as the Capella Magna. Uh, oh, the the, uh, the chapel takes its name from Pope Sixtus the Fourth. Ah, one of my Sixties favorites. Nuts in your mouth. Uh, okay. yeah. The Pope uh, is Fr- rolling in his grave right now. What does the 112 mean to you right now? So glad you asked, Rob. Um, two things. One, okay. the friendship you and I share. And two, you kind of took it, but I, I'm the same way. I take it as like you're popping off IRL in game. It's the 112. You're like in your flow state. It's the 112. Something good yeah. happens to you. The one twelve, because usually you manifested it, and you've been like you said, you've been working towards it. But then finally, you see the one twelve. You're like, "Yep, that's right." Look at the pace. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Doesn't have it to be you, just games. Yeah, yeah, it makes you appreciate the one fifteens even more. You know, it's like ah, you know, like I didn't have a one twelve today. You know, it was maybe a one twenty. Maybe it was a bad like two thirty. You know, like ooh, bad split. But that one twelve will come another day. And when it does, it'll be well worth. It's like lucky numbers. Like everybody's like, oh, I got lucky numbers. I never had a lucky number. But now it's like, you see 112. It's good fortune. It's like seven, or I think that's the Chinese number for. We should like have 112, like the January 12th be like an actual 112 holiday. You know, that should be. Yeah, like we'll a petition holiday. the. Um, <laughs> we'll, the government. Hey, Byron. Hey, look. <laughs> Let's get it going. Um, Bing bong. But not only. Do we know what 112 means to us? We have put it upon some people as well who have adapted it. And we get to hear what they think 112 is. I asked some of our listeners to send in some audio clips of what 112 means to them. One oh. person missed the recording bit and sent, just sent me some text. So I'll okay. read that before we get into it. Can you voice? Um, can you do what you think their voice would sound like? Uh, six oh, we years didn't bet ago, these before, did we? When I started, wait, what? No, I'm betting them all. It, they're going to be at, like the. I'm putting them into the recording. I'm not playing them. Right oh, now. okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, six years ago, when I started watching you guys, I thought one twelve was Master Chief's number. Close. Hey, one one seven though is a good number. Yeah, when is. I see one one seven, I always go, "Hey, new Halo coming." Chief. That's always like, like any game. I'm like, new Halo confirm. Like. Two years later, I downloaded Twitch to watch one of Rob's streams and asked what his sub-notification video was, and that's when I found out I was a dumbass. Your oh, ride you or die, no, that's old, that's non-parasocial old viewer, Everett. Here we go. Oh, 
No, so I the, mean that was when like it was actually the video of Streets One Twelve playing. No, yeah, <laughs> like, no, I remember. Old, old stream. That uh, I'm sure that got people sick of it real quick though. <laughs> oh, uh, but like when I don't know when I first started streaming, I never uh, I never imagined the sub notification going off every five seconds. Like you know, I I truly didn't like kind of plan for that. And then when like gifted subs kind of came and people would just go ham, it would just be like over and over and over again. And then I changed it one day from like me screaming and everybody read. So I, it, I never, I next day it was right back to what it was normally. Yeah. I think some people don't take that into account and it definitely helps. A cool sub notification is good, but if play it to yourself like 10 times and we're like, I'm sick of this, then, you know, Maybe you should go with something else. But yeah, you're here like for them a, uh, right now. This is like a shit. Yeah, it's like a, a sword sword cut. Oh, so we're hearing from them right now? Me. Yes. Uh, enjoy. Hi, everyone. My name's Arnav, and I work with Mr. Fruit on House Fruit and the 112. So the 112 does mean quite a lot to me. Personally, the 112 has always been a community for me where I can go and meet new people and where I've met some of my closest friends to date. Just a community of people where we can go and play the games that we enjoy together, including Destiny 2. What's the 112 mean to me? 112 means GG over easy, baby. Think about it. 112 divided by 16 is what? 7. What's the seventh letter of the alphabet? G. The 112 is synonymous with the number 2. It's an even number, meaning divisible by 2. It's got two ones and the number 2 right there in the number. Two Gs. GG. Over, just a division sign. Take that first number 1. Turn it sideways. You got your division sign. E, talk about the number 2 and the number 7. What's well, 7 minus 2? It's 5. Fifth letter of the alphabet, E. GG over E. Z, take that last number 2, 112. Flip it upside down. What you got? That's right, you got a Z. Well, it's close enough to a Z. The 112 means GG over easy, baby. How many numbers are in 112? There's three. You got two ones and the number 2. How many hosts are in the GG over easy podcast? Three. Mr. Fruit, Robbie V, Blue Westlow, One Crew, One Podcast, One Twelve. You're welcome. Ah, uh, yes, the One Twelve. These are the true gamer moments. The kind of moments you can't make up or ever replicate. These are the gaming moments that we live for. That's what the One Twelve means to me. Hey, GG over easy. The meaning of one one two to me is years and years of content that brought me a lot of enjoyment and honestly helped me through a lot of dark times the dream team helped me through my depression and suicide which i'm always so thankful for your videos guys so thanks and it always make me smile so one one two to me is hope the 112 is a state of mind it's wanting to be the greatest wanting to be the fastest in every situation it's it represents being the world's world's first in a raid and being the world's most recent which is what everyone else gets it also kind of represents the dream team in a way not because they're always the fastest or the greatest but because they'll always do whatever it takes to get the content including playing d2 when no one else wants to also, it, it reminds me of a lot of good memories in Rob's Twitch streams. So you know what to do, chat. Let me get some Pog champs in the chat, boys. 112 till the day I die. I've never seen a 113, and I never fucking will. You guys are great. Keep doing the content. 
Love you, boys. 112 for me means the extended dream team. It means a group of friends playing together for the fun of it, providing endless hours of entertainment and laughter. 112 gave me hope in the pandemic, an uncertain time where time seemed to stop. They gave me laughs and more laughs. Among Us was very fun. I'm not an OG, but I've been here since 2019, and I will probably never leave. I genuinely love the community we have built. Here's to Fruit, Blue, Rub, and all the members of the extended dream team. From the oldest members like Ariel, Stork and Datto, to the new recruits like Joey and Ruben. Keep doing what you do. Dilly dilly. Hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> ah, there I'm actually, I'm, I, uh, not live, I was able to hear, but I will go back and post and listen. Yeah, so I, I've only heard, listened to a couple, so we'll see. I've, someone's going to be like... Uh, speed run in a video game <laughs> well i mean it's like it's like this guy like i thought it was master chief's number blue's like that's just rob's number oh, i mean 112 112 doesn't have to mean something to everybody yeah i like but it that. means something to us yeah it's like 69 <laughs> except not about sex although you could 112 in sex probably yeah oh, i mean yeah <laughs> All right. Have you ever? Never mind. I don't want to know that. All right. Moving on. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I want to talk about, so just recently, mm-hmm. and by just recently, I mean that's the time we're recording this, the day before was the Game Awards. And during the Game Awards, I, I'll be honest, um, I didn't watch most of it. Uh, I didn't watch any. Well, I showed up and I was like, it's starting. And it you was. You went an- to the show? Um, yeah. <laughs> I uh, showed up. <laughs> well, I like got into the stream. I'm like, oh, it must be starting soon. I uh, got my time wrong. It was an hour in. So I was like, oh, all right. Well, well, well. so I, I watched like a couple minutes and I was like, I'll just come back and see what all the trailers. Um, but while I was there, there were some awards. And I thought this was funny, and I make like a little tweet in regard. And but like some people were like white knighting, and then I saw all over Twitter people were like memeing about it, and then people were upset. People were memeing about it. Um, this this girl uh, came out. I guess she's like a Twitch streamer or something. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but she uh, introduced and then gave the award for best mobile game, and she's like, "Here are the nominees," and the winner is. Genshin Impact, and I was like, "Oh, oh yes, man. I saw that." I was like, ah. "Wait, so she said Jensen Impact?" Genshin, she yeah. Said Genshin, and it's Genshin, Genshin correct? It's Genshin, yeah. Okay. 
So I, I was like, live ah. when I said that. Wait, and was like, the... I was just like a passing thought. I was like, Genshin? Yeah, Wait, I was, was like, ah, I hate this. But shit. did the award show go like, the best mobile game, no. Jensen in. Okay, so it didn't no, say. No. So she she read it out. Yeah, yeah. So it just made me laugh, though. And then, like, I made a comment because um, somebody made a tweet. And then I just probably like, yeah, but what? Or it was like in regards to it. And I was like, is, it, is the tweet still up or no? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, not okay. that many people answered it, but I saw, like, like for instance, like, uh, Dr. Upo immediately replied, like, well, I was thinking about it. And I was like, it's just a joke. Um, oh, yeah, in regards to yeah, MTash, because it was, like, retweeting Jinshin Impact, um, saying, like, hey, thanks for best mobile game, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, because I hadn't looked at all on Twitter, so then I looked everywhere, and a lot of people were memeing it. Um, and people took it so seriously. But my thing is, like, in this case, how do you mess that up? I don't so much blame her as I blame the, the producers, yeah, like, like somebody's got to be like, "Hey, uh, it's Genshin." Well, that, but that's because not, there's rehearsals. Like, yeah, it's not know? just this though; it's like every award show, especially like the bigger ones, especially with foreign people as well, like Oscars and all this kind of stuff. They'll be like, "And the winner is," and then they just completely butcher the name. And it's like you're in charge of one category. The executive producer, or whatever, should be like, "Hey, you can at least get it right." Yeah, like just read these names for me real quick. Okay, no, that third one, it's pronounced this. And then you just like make sure. And in this case, it's like, hey, do you know all these games? Okay, read them off for me. No, it's Genshin. Okay. And then that like, because like the way I see it too is like, if I'm Genshin Impact and I win and I go Genshin, I'm like. True. Or like, or like you work hard as like a a film producer or a singer or an anything, you know, an athlete. I mean, Jeff, uh, Jeff, uh, ruined XXX's name pretty bad last night. I I forgot how he said he's like XX the Tatacion or something (laughs) like it was not even close. You know know who probably hates it the most is that actress. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Uh, S A O I R S E. Can you pronounce that for me? Dude, I don't even like. Wait, who? S A. What is it? S A O I R S E. Ronan or Roman? One of the two? Oh, oh, she. Oh, and Ladybird. Um, Yes, yes. Yeah, I've never seen this or heard it. So I'm going (laughs) to. Yeah, see, I'd be like, how do I say this? Wait, how do I spell it? One more time. Obviously, not the same as Genshin, but like just to put into perspective how much. Someone would be like, wow, I worked so hard and they don't even try. Well, yeah. So I, I would say this if I had to guess like Sayors. Sayors. You know, I think that's that's probably the most common. Uh, it's actually, it's actually, well, Rob, I'm not going to save the embarrassment. Cyrus? It's actually Searsha. Searsha. Yeah. Yeah. No she, way. No way. <laughs> yeah. Searsha Ronan. Searsha. Yeah. I guess that makes uh, I mean that was like the same with um Henry Cavill. Um I I kept saying Cavill cuz I just never seen it. Or like I'd only ever seen it, I'd never heard it. And someone's like, mm-hmm. "What? It's Cavill." And I'm like, "Oh." And if I was presenting an award, I'd be like, "Hey, how do just like let me go through the names, let me know if I'm saying yeah, something wrong." Yeah, that's cap. You you know? if you had to present an award for him, you'd be like, "How do I say his name? How do I say his name? How do I, how do I say Daddy's name? How do I say?" His name? Uh, no, well, see, like that's. I think that might also just be me too. Is like I'd be so 
anxious and worried that I would like insult somebody or say something wrong that I would study. Well, what? yeah, you would you you would hope like somebody in the rehearsal would, but like that's where I also feel like it falls on the producers. Like I think the award, so a presentator shouldn't have to read the names and stuff like that. You should have a video in post. Well, no, I mean, or, like, but they announced the winner. Like she didn't say like this was like a little off thing. It wasn't a big thing. It's just like for the best mobile game, and on the screen she's like, here are the nominees, and the winner is, and then oh. she said, Genshin Impact. Uh, so like this, this is the way I see it. it. It could possibly fall on two people, the producer, you got to make sure they say it right. But if you tell them how to say it and then they still pronounce it wrong, then it's their fault. They should have done their due diligence, but it just, it just seems like a courtesy kind of thing, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. You're spitting right now. But so like, I just thought it was funny. And I'm not going after her being like, what, what? I just thought it was funny. And then some people it's are like, like a producer should have been like, Hey, so wait, this got big on Twitter about the person saying it wrong? Yeah, uh, I was looking at all different tweets. Or like, <laughs> straight up like somebody on my timeline just straight up tweeted Jinshin Impact with a J and it had like a couple thousand retweets. I was like, hmm. <laughs> But then of course there are people, it's just like, it's just a funny thing. And it happens There's in every award show ever. Yeah, and you know, it's almost like, you know, those used to be epic fails, you know? And now it's like, yeah. Um, if anything, you know, you know, whole publicity, bad publicity, good publicity. Um, yeah, that was just the only thing. Uh, on top of that, though, I saw most of the trailers revealed for either new games or games that had been announced. Starfield didn't show up, even though their Steam page showed up earlier that day, and people, were like, well, are we gonna get a Game Awards Starfield trailer? No, apparently we're not Let's gonna see until E3. Uh, that's Bethesda's next big game. Oh, that's right. The space. Yeah, when he got Skyrim in, like, the ship. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so still no word on that. There was a new Star Wars game, which hard yes, to get excited so about. But it yeah. was CGI. What? It was CGI. Like I'm excited well, for it, but like okay, that's but it's not also the game. Amy Hennig's Star Wars story, and I've been waiting for Amy Hennig to do her Star Wars story for like eight years. I mean, here's why I'm excited. You know who's not behind it? EA. Yep, there you go. That's all I need to know. Yeah, but the people behind like Heavy Rain are going to do it. So is it going to play like those kind of games and like Detroit Beyond, you know? Like it's mm-hmm. that studio that's doing it. So is it going to be like those kind of choices? But if anything, they're really or... good with narrative heavy games. Like no one yeah. ever said like Heavy Rain story sucked. I just don't Start want it to play game. like that though. You know what I mean? I just hope it doesn't because it seems like they seem to have the kind of same kind of gameplay with Heavy Rain and Detroit. So I'm just hoping it's kind of like what what was the other Star Wars game that came out that EA did that I actually liked? Fallen Order. Uh, yeah, Fallen Order. So I hope it's kind of like that, where it's like a narrative. That was respawn. Game. So yeah, we'll see respond. if we'll see if uh, if they break the kind of mold that the games they've done in the past. No, no, I'm like I think I've talked about this. So like I'm excited for it, but. CGI trailers just don't get me excited anymore. Like, yeah, it's, it's not 2007. Like, back when I was 2007, I was stupid and like, oh my god, that's what the game is gonna look like. But like, there's like not a scene from that is gonna be in the video game. Like, it's hard. Like, who knows? Also, too, like where they are in production. Yeah. Um, like for you, you're saying you, you could even just like put up the name of the game and say yeah, it's happening. Like, it's just yeah. as good as a crazy yeah. CGI trailer. 
or like even um monolith those are my boys uh they developed gotham city imposters back in the day okay. let's go i know how um, deep you go with that mm-hmm. and then they made that shadow or, or uh middle earth moba that i actually did like pretty well and that's kind of what put them on the map not gotham city imposters for whatever reason where's my sequel uh but they did uh like a little cgi reveal trailer for a wonder woman game but see i appreciated that a little bit more because it was just in it like it was just it was shots. very unexpected yeah, it was shots, and then you just kind of see a Wonder Woman shot, and they're like, Wonder Woman. Like, yeah. we're working on it. And that's fine. Like, don't show me as if, like, this is what it's going to be. Oh, like, like like the Wolverine one, too. That yeah. was like, Pog, they're yeah. making a Wolverine game. Sick. And they know, hey, we don't have anything to actually show you, so, you know. But we know and, the name alone is going to make people go like, whoa, but, they're actually making that game. But, uh, like, there's no reason for them not to. And I'm sure people enjoy it. It's just, for me now, those just no longer get me excited. Um, I think I think you could just establish mainly the same thing by doing those, like, smaller, just, like, reveal, like, hey, especially Star Wars, like, new Star Wars game, Eclipse. And it was like, what is that? Instead, we got which the music was sick. I'll give them that. Uh, uh, What else do they see? Cuphead uh, DLC Island. We were just talking about that the other day. Interesting that it is still DLC. Yeah, still. Well, like, who knows, though? It could could be as big as the the main game. Probably doubt that. But it just seems so weird that it's been delayed so long. Like how many years now? And it's still just TLC. I like mean, I thought the, they'd come out and be like Olive was a puppy when we did the Cuphead playthrough. And that was almost like a year after Cu- Cuphead had already been out, no? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I mean, she's four or something now. Let's see. Cuphead and really Because like Cuphead's release date, I feel like September we, 2017. And we yeah. got her. Yeah, September, I think. Um Oh, oh so yeah, like she, right when it came out, she was born nine eleven. That's how I remember. Okay, Monka. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so it's over four years old now. Um. So that's why I was like, okay, with this much, I thought they were like, because I was explaining to Rob, we were talking about it before the whole Hollow Knight thing, where they're like, yo, we're gonna make Silk Song DLC. People are like, woo, and then they're like, yo, we're gonna be honest, like, not much had been heard about it. We're like. There's so much here. We're just making a new game. And everyone's like, woo! So I thought that's like how they were going to do Cuphead. They're like, you'll be working on it and realized, wait, there's so much. We're just making it a brand new game. Like Cuphead 2. And that's what I thought they were doing too at the beginning of the trailer. I had my copium. Um, and they're like, DLC Island. And I thought they were going to like show up to the island and then be like, but wait, what they found is, whoa! And then like reveal that it was actually Cuphead 2. It didn't happen. Uh, so the coping supplies right now, but it still looks really fun. It looks yeah, exactly that's awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, it looks exactly what I would want. The only difference of a Cuphead two would just be that it's at least the same size, if not bigger than Cuphead. Uh, I mean, how many bosses is Cuphead? Like, yeah, but the way I don't know, but there's like three islands or worlds technically. Three islands Cuphead. and like seven bosses per or something like that. Yeah, so I'm just worried. You know, if it's just this island, it's going to be a third 
of it. But I don't know who really knows. But I do know also that like the way they develop this game and stuff, like it does take time. So I'm not going to take that away from them. Uh, I was just hoping for a sequel. We just but, stand. Yeah, but super uh, stoked for that. Um. Oh, the Destiny Two trailer. I'll give it to them. They're always good with trailers. Yep. I mean, I'm gonna play Witch Queen. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to hear too that everything they showed was only the first mission. Um, and I like too that the narrative of it was like a guardian and heiress finding out for the first time that these hive, like Sabathun, has figured out how to harness the light or whatever. Um, which is pretty neat. Um, was there anything that stuck stuck out to you guys? Uh, the Halo trailer was pretty cool. Um, uh, the TV show, yeah, yeah. I think it might almost kind of be like how you how you said. I think it might not be super Master Chief focused. I don't uh-huh. know. Part of me, part of me thinks it might be because he was like looking at that statue. I think that was him. But then, like one shot was like it was like ba 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 ba, and then he jumps in, and then someone's like, oh. So like maybe he just it's kind of John. maybe that's like his tease in the series or maybe it is about him. But like the three Spartans at the beginning looks sick. Like yeah, like yeah. I still think it's probably gonna mainly have to do with Master Chief. I'd like to be proven wrong. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna say I saw this tweet. I think it was from Courage or something earlier this week, where he's like Master Chief top three video game character of all time, uh, or like best character. And I'm like, bruh, I like Halo, but what copium do you have over there? Because what is Master Chief's personality? He's a cool character. But let's be well, honest. He's, like, he's one of the most iconic characters of all yeah. time, for but sure. But let's be honest. Like, I even saw this little video clip. It was pretty funny uh, from Halo Infinite Campaign. I still haven't played. Um, I haven't either. But, like, they're just riffing on it. Like, he comes up to this computer and he goes, I can't get in. It needs to be hacked. And the guy in the comms like, you know how to do that? And he goes, nope. And just punches it. <laughs> like... <laughs> They're, they're just kind of like getting into it. Like, like they understand at this Duke point. <laughs> yeah, like. That's hilarious. Master Chief is Master Chief. I love him, but he's not. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast either early. But so like, would you say Mario is a top three character then? All he does is Yahoo Wahab and jump and flip to do. I, I think I he's higher Mar- than Chief, but. Uh, like Mario is ama- like Mario's an iconic character. Would I say Mario is one of the like most interesting special like wow he's he's got one of the best characterizations i've ever seen no no he's mario he saved a princess that's it maybe chris like, Pratt can save that though you stop right now if i guess it might have been too like i can't remember the exact wording but he made it seem like it wasn't just based off being an icon because i think if it was iconic like mario for sure yeah, absolutely. P- probably Mario, one of the one. most iconic of all time, if yeah. not the most iconic. Master Chief. That or honestly, the top five most iconic characters of all time. I was gonna say maybe Pikachu. Sonic, though. yeah. Pikachu, yeah. Pikachu I mean, they are the is, biggest entertainment. Yeah. Like you'd have to think. Hello like, Kitty, you know. Uh, well, I, would, I think that's I would, mainly Jap- Japan, though. Well, you ask anyone, everybody knows Pikachu. I wouldn't say everyone knows Master Chief, but everyone knows Mario. Nintendo has an iconic characters. Do they have good characters? No. Do they have iconic characters? Hell yeah, they do. Well, I think I the part of it being an icon like Master Chief, for instance, is more a mature audience, his game. 
so it's going to be more limited like younger audiences won't will won't be as like you think kratos has a lot more depth and like uh, well, well kratos not... is an iconic and a great character he had more character the master chief even in the originals a little bit but i wouldn't have given him a big edge until this most recent god of war where yeah, they fleshed 100%. him out to be like an actual character and like he has emotions and he's just not ah oh, rage kill things yeah. which to be fair like his story he was motivated he had a mo motivation to do it that's fine but he wasn't his depth yeah wasn't wasn't huge um but yeah this most recent god of war i'd be like yeah shoot he's got to be up there if we're talking like well-rounded one of the best characters you know and who I think, I think has more depth than master chief as well who's in the same series as master chief cortana nope the arbiter oh, i was gonna say arbiter <laughs> yeah the arbiter offers before. a lot more depth than master chief and might even dare i say might be even a cooler character than master chief is in halo 3. i still think master chief's cool I mean, Just, he's cool, but the Arbiter is super cool, too. Yeah. Do you remember in Halo 2 when you first, like, played it and you, you start the campaign and you start with an energy sword and you're an elite? I remember being like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I've actually been watching um, some Halo 3, like, montages and stuff uh, recently because they're just in my recommended now. I don't know. And I'm like, ooh, because it's like <laughs> I've been playing Halo 3 for 14 years and I can't stop playing. I'm like, what? Um, so I just watch, or there's like one video, MLG montage. One was like every kill unit I've gotten in the past 14 years, and I was like, Yup. Um, but it's so weird watching dinos. Like, I, yeah, I forgot. Like, you could just run around as uh Covenant as a dino, and also remembering just how much of a disadvantage you were if you decide to play as a dino. Well, not in SWAT because if you pick the SWAT dude oh, with the yeah. little tiny mini head, it's true. That uh, dude was OP. But yeah, that, that was just, it was, it's like, because you kind of have to determine, like, how do we weight things as an icon? Yeah. Personality. Yeah. Story there. But like, I think you got to pull all that in. But I saw his like top three and I was like, quite literally chief. That ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I'm a halo stand. Like, I'll, I'll say it through and through. Very true. Um, so. Yeah, I just saw that. That was funny. Uh, anything else from the Game Awards? Um, I can saw? go through some of, uh, some of the things that uh, won. Content Creator of the Year, uh, Mr. Fruit. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank uh, you. Oh. Oh. Well, it's because I didn't have a speed run. Uh, ah. You know, debacle. <laughs> you know, of course, of course. Conspiracy. Yeah, it was dream. Um, Most anticipated game, um, Elden Ring. Uh, is the most anticipated game. Not surprised. Uh, on that list well, like, is God what of else? War. Yeah, so God of War is on that list. I would have put Horizon Forbidden West, uh, sequel to the Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Um, Which would you guys say you're most excited for from that list? I'll say commercially, I don't think Elden Ring is the most anticipated, but I feel like their fan base is so rabid um, that they're either so vocal or if it was like, player driven voting i wouldn't that doesn't surprise me they probably show up in droves yeah um commercially i'll say probably breath of the wild 2 just because yeah it's got to be breath of the wild too. nintendo um i probably would have put mine as god of war um i am interested in starfield though 
I, and I'm interested in Elden Ring. It's and I like those games. It's just Souls games have never been like end all be all for me. Yeah. Um. Sekiro was the the exception when it came out, so maybe I'll like Elden Ring more. Um. But yeah, I think that's where I'd put it. What would what would you be most excited for? That's that's the same one I was gonna choose. Yeah, it's probably what I would have chosen too, Blue. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I'm trying to see what other. Uh, Alan Wake Two oh, was beauty. revealed. Um, I never played the first Alan Wake. I know people loved it though, but I never yeah. played it. Um, best multiplayer, it takes two. So which, yeah. um. I mean, we might as well say it, right? Elephant and yeah. Game of the Year. Uh, yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. A pretty interesting Game of the Year. But Probably to be fair, like, like the, like the who else was it? There was Deathloop. Uh, I got it. Um, uh, game of the Year. Deathloop, Arcane Studios. Uh, it Takes Two, uh, Hazelight. Uh, Metroid Dread. Seiko uh, <laughs> Knots 2. Okay. <laughs> uh, Richie and Clonk. You're killing and, me. Uh, and Resident Evil Village. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I think Sorry, my there are some good games man. there, and people kept complaining that Psychonauts 2 got snuffed in like everything. Apparently it was a really good game. I think the reason, though... Such a niche game, though, I think. like That it takes to push forward and deservedly won it was because of how out of the box it was. Like... It genuinely was like a pretty new gaming experience, um, especially in terms of co-op, which we don't see much co-op anymore. Uh, it was one of my favorite co-op videos we've ever done. Like the RP turned out as if we were really a divorcing couple. We were a little too good at it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was rightfully deserved. I think a lot yeah. of those, if they'd won, I wouldn't have been uh, up in the air otherwise. Um, my mm-hmm. only other one I would have, if it had won, like I would have been like cool, was Deathloop because I think that's my game of the year. Yeah. Um, um. So wait, Blue, what what was your game of the year? It takes two, right? It takes two, dude. Easy. Okay. Um. What else was? Let's see. Oh, um, Rumbleverse was revealed, which I got to play early. Um, oh. That's, oh really? Uh, what is it like? That's where Deej went to go be community manager for. Is that company? It's Fortnite meets like wrestling rumble thing. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It interesting. I'll have to see. I think I, my video is going live at some point on today, which is the tenth. Um, but I got to play that. Was pretty cool. Um, Ooh, best fighting game: Guilty Gear Strive. Do any, either of you guys play that? I have. I mean, Guilty Gear Strive is a great game. I think what, what are the other ones? Game, but I mean, like, what uh, other ones are there? Yeah, like Demon what new... Slayer. Um, I'm playing uh, it. It's fun, but it's not like Melty Blood. I, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, Melty Blood Type Lumina, uh, Nickelodeon All Star. <laughs> if that one. And, and Virtua Fighter Five. It's so sad how like there was hype for for Nickelodeon All-Stars and like Sora came out the day it released and like people just <laughs> forgot about it. Well, 
I think it still has its like it's fun. It has its merit. It has net like it's pretty good. It has wave dash and it's rollback. Like for melee players, it's like sick. But for me, it just like lacks heart. Like that, it like just feels death, so like, sterile. Like mechanically cool, sterile. Like a like a mo- like it doesn't give me. It doesn't make me feel anything. Like there no voice lines is bizarre to me. Um, all the animations are very jarring like disjointed um so i think honestly if they'd added in voice lines that would have fixed a lot of it like i just didn't realize how much that changed because like i don't even feel like i'm playing ang i see i'm playing ang but like without aside from the mechanics like it's just everything just feels jarring yeah Yeah. and it just like smash is able to put anyone in that world and then i am believing like yeah they're here they're in the game but with All-Star Brawls, I just couldn't... I just couldn't buy into it. I don't know. Pardon your regular scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Blue, congratulations. Best community support. Final That's Fantasy. That's fucking right, baby. Congratulations. That's fucking right, baby. You did Every it. Day. You, you took down the beast that is the Destiny 2 community. Who? Uh, the Fortnite community. That's right. Get fucked, Fortnite. Best community and and best ongoing game. It's not even. It's not even like it's not even a competition. Blue, I'm gonna always gonna win it. Do you think Final Fantasy was snubbed not being nominated for best score in music? Oh, easily. They should win every year. I thought it would be on here. I'm surprised that it is not. I mean, they technically they weren't eligible because Endwalker didn't meet the time because Endwalker didn't release at that time. But if Endwalker Uh, did release in the eligibility period, it would have won. So we're gonna see it next year potentially. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if it's eligible for next year because it came out like right after uh, Game Awards eligibility ended. Interesting. So um, I don't know. Oh, best ongoing game, Blue. Congratulations as well, right. Final Fantasy. That's fucking right. Every wow. time, baby. Not even hard. Not even competition. Who else is there? No one. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone is on there. Apex Who? is on there. Fortnite. Who? And Jensen. Who? Yeah, and then it takes two game of the year. I will say though, I saw how long the runtime was for game of the game or uh, the game show awards. Three hours and eight minutes for an award show. Uh, get out of town! Like that, that has to change. It's not including the pre-show either. So it's like, yeah, my God. that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, a lot. three-hour award show. Like you got to be kidding me. I would say most shows are three hours. Like most award shows, unfortunately. Really? Let me see. Yeah, I'm going to look so. at the Oscars run. Jeez, the, the last Oscar. Okay, Christian. Four hours. Uh, can you guess how long the award show was last night? The game, the game awards? Yeah. yeah. Two hours? It was three hours and eight minutes. Yeah, I was okay. going to say probably two to three. That is too long. Three hours for award shows are too long. I just looked, the Oscars was three and a half hours. Yep. Well, the funny thing is, like, the Game Awards at this point are reveals first, awards second. Whereas the Oscars, that's just how long they take to get through all the awards and stuff. But, like, too long. For us, it's too long, but for the people who have been working for the awards, and get to enjoy that like that's their culmination of work yeah go on you know whatever if you don't want to watch it just don't watch it you know if it goes on for too long like, like that's why with the game awards i showed up and i was like 
I'll just check back and see all the reveal trailers and like who won. You know? Like <laughs> that's that's just what I'll do. Yeah. Oh, but that wraps up the game awards. Um So wait, you haven't played uh the Halo multiplayer yet? You mean the campaign? Yeah. Yeah. I have not. Uh because you I can't decide it? yet uh if I wanna just do it on my own or if I wanna stream it. Uh and then also just having that much time. Been a pretty busy week. And then on top of that, like it came out the day we did our um Destiny Two sponsor stream. Um and then well, on top, and then after that, like yesterday and today, I've been having to take care of a whole bunch of like appointments and stuff around the house uh, because uh, my wife's still gone. I pick her up tonight, but she's been in Cancun. So I've been having to hold the fort down myself. Um, it turns out, yeah, it's pretty hard to do things when you got to coordinate or people are making noise or uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, although my board game table came in. Wait, what? You got a board game table? Mm-hmm. Like specifically for the basement that like uh-huh. like like the ones I, I always see at the expos that like open up yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Wait, say what? <laughs> what? Let me see. Rat GZ GZ. I know hey. you've always wanted one of those. Uh, we've been on a waiting list for like a year and a half because they're oh, all really? like yeah they're all like handmade and stuff and they only take a couple orders at a time. So we've been waiting and waiting waiting. Um, yeah, can I? For the the audio listeners, uh, you'll just have to bear with oh me. Oh my god, that is so oh. sick! So I went with the the wood and the red velvet because obviously it looks very medieval, you know. And that's your favorite kind of cake. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, yep. Dude, look at all think of all the Yu Gi Oh games you can play on that. Wait, so you can like so you can move it up and push it uh, down? Yeah, so it's like sunken, but then you have a little crank wheel. Oh, wait, what? So you can do, and then on top so of that, tight. you can flip the velvet if you want to just a wooden. Oh, playboard! But then on top of that, uh, there's also just a wooden cover. Yeah, which is like magnetic and stuff. Um, which you can see, it's like kind of shown there. And then on top of that, we have like uh, cup holders that are magnetic. That's cool. And then these things you see here, uh, you can put like tokens as well as cards. Oh. You can like put like, cards up. Yeah. If you're playing like poker or even just yeah. like regular games, and they, I was gonna say that makes a great poker table as well. They swivel and stuff. That's awesome. I'm excited. So, that so it's all up. installed, like it's all ready to go. Yep, and nice. the basement smells so nice right now because of it. So what's the what's the first game you're playing on it? Railroad tracks or whatever. <laughs> uh, ticket to ride. Woo! Yeah, ticket to ride. That's the no. one we want to play. No, uh, I don't know. I'll christen it with uh, Claire when she comes back. We'll figure out what we want. With some Yu Gi Oh, baby. Hey, I summon Pot of Greed. Actually, I yeah, you, I back, you could turn it over, and then it's a Yu Gi Oh table where if you put the card down, a hologram of the monster then oh. pops up on the table. Do you think when <laughs> we're old and stuff like that, like that's going to be, be better, thing? dude? Hopefully. Although, like as people point out too, like it's most likely going to be some sort of augmented reality. Um, like put on a pair of glasses type, something of thing. like that. Yeah. Um, but like the nice thing with the board game too is like we didn't get it, but you could have gotten like um, a grid thing you can put on the board uh, for like D and D or like Warhammer, blah blah. But the thing about that too is like so you can sync it. What like literally it's just like a grid. Like imagine like um, 
a transparent. Oh, I see what you're talking about, like a like checkers, like if it's like you yeah, have just to move four spaces. Of, yeah, yeah. So you can like said. put out your map or whatever, draw it yeah. out, all that kind of stuff. Um, but like if you're playing legacy games like D and D or Gloomhaven or Pandemic Legacy, or whatever, you have it all put out, and then when you're done, you just sync it, put the cover on, and then people come That's back, and then you dope. take it up and just rate, it, and it's like right back. That's um, really cool. So yeah, lots of stuff. Uh, which I will be doing some sort of a D&D game. There's, uh, I pre-ordered it or I kickstarted it. Uh, Avatar Legends, I think was what it was called or something. Um, but it's straight up like if D&D was Avatar The Last Airbender. Have you ever thought about sick. Have you ever thought about trying to do like a board games with Mr. Fruit? Like, hey guys, uh, and then like have like three mics around the table. Like we got Robbie here today. We got Matt here today. We're going to be playing some Gloomhaven. Here we go. That sounds... Like it would not go over well. <laughs> As a viewer, like, like you get to see the interactions and stuff, but like, what are they doing over there? Hey. Well, no, you would have like cameras, so like you'd have the tabletop overview, and then you'd it's have a, a camera on Fruit, camera on Robbie, ca- camera on Corey. Also bold to Ca- think that they would want to do that. Camera Rob, <laughs> I'll come. <laughs> Claire, I think, I think that's what you know. Like you got to separate some things, and I think that's just something you know. That's I'm cool. gonna keep separate, but I do love me some board games. I gotta I come know. down there next time. You like have a board game night, Sydney and I will come down. I will warn you though, uh, Sydney is not the biggest no, of I know. I know. yeah. I know because we played like Munchkins or something like that. I, I think that's what it's called. It's like Marvel yeah. Munchkins and. That's we were like two. We were like a couple turns into that, and she was just sitting there like, like "I'm, a, I'm is- like, come on." That's well. It's funny too because uh, last Friday I went to Corey's house for poker night because he just made a poker table uh, out of like particle board from Home Depot. Um, and then I put this in the DM chat or whatever. And he's like, "You trying to one up me, dude?" <laughs> I'm like, "This has been in the works for a while. You got it." Well, your poker table is made with love, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the difference. The difference is I paid a lot of money for this one. So Yeah. A lot of time and uh, money. <laughs> yeah. You, you you maybe got away like 30 bucks on that table. So who's the real winner here? Um, yeah. I don't know where that started from, but here we are. Nice. I like you. Well, I want to play on your table. Well, you said it was like, la- so... Are you gonna play on Corey's table, or is everybody gonna change your table now? You know, you got to do a little bit of both now. <laughs> and it's gonna kind of be like uh, divorced parents, you know, like you're just gonna have to juggle time, so yeah. that you're fair for everybody, you know. So Fruit Summit board games, then that's where they're gonna be played on. Then, if we ever do decide to have one. Yeah, the only problem is now that takes away the beds in the basement. So oh, gonna figure ah, out. There's still so much space. And then, like, worst case, like, if there's not a lot of space, we could just have some space in my parents' house. That's, like, not too far. Well, uh, speaking of which, too, the the landscaping in the backyard is coming together. Wait, Uh, you're doing something in the backyard now? Yeah. I thought I mentioned that. No. Uh, Here's the fire pit they're working on. Come on, camera. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's sick. It's kind of, like, sunken into the ground. Yeah. Um, Everybody liked that. And there'll be a, we already have like the fire pit. They just have to put it in the middle. Got a gas. Is it going to be one of the easy ones where you just like turn and yeah. it's like on? Okay, nice. I don't like the ones where it's like 
let me build a TP canoe with the logs. <laughs> like, come on, man. Come like, on, like, hold up, man. Yeah, like, come on. Like, don't be. We're almost there. The guy who's always like, hold on, you got to let the fire breathe. Like, let the. <laughs> it's not getting a lot of air. Like, hold on. Uh, and then we're getting a little grill, like outside kitchen thing. And then. We'll For all the get... grilling you do outside. Of course. Uh, <laughs> we'll be getting a hot tub, but that doesn't come in until like February, March. So but I'm very excited streams. about that. Well, uh, oh, I'm more wow. specifically uh, because these are also designed as like hydrotherapy. Uh, so we specifically got one that uh, does hydrotherapy for your back. Uh, oh. So I am very excited about that. Uh, so when I'm having back Did you pain, get the one where you can like swim it like in, <laughs> in place? No, I did not get it. But yeah, <laughs> those have always been pretty interesting. But yeah, so we're, we're finally doing some with the backyard. Uh, nice. and it's coming together and then Claire's going to have planter boxes grow some veggies and stuff peppers nice during the summer mm -hmm. and then watch them die nice. in the when it's winter. not cold and depressing yeah yeah and then I also got uh, I don't know what you call them it's like a hyperbolic cheap. ball chamber depretation tank in the back too no but actually it, it is a it is a tent thing a bubble oh you could like cover it if you want like well no um I'm trying to think. It's like what restaurants were using essentially, like uh, during the pandemic for like outside tables. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little eco greenhouse bubble kind of thing. Uh, and I'm getting that so that in the winter, when my depression and seasonal depression hits, I'm still able to go outside and like sit in my hammock or something. Uh, but now it'll be in the bubble. So I still get some like sunlight and then I just have a little heater in there. Bubble boy. Yeah. So we'll be putting that. New nickname down. I got for you. Bubble boy, bubble, bubble, bubble boy. I'm gonna go. Yeah, and after that, babe. I uh, never want to do anything ever again to the house. Yeah, too much work. We uh, sit, um, Sydney and I are hosting that uh, ugly sweater Christmas party on Saturday, so we're just getting the house all Christmassy and ready for that to have a lot of people over. So very scary. That yeah, sounds like a nightmare. I had like yeah. three people over for Thanksgiving. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, we have like maybe like fifteen, twenty plus coming. It's 15 to 20 plus. I just too much for me, man. Couldn't do it. And then like we live in like a kind of far away from everybody else. So it's like, where's everyone trying to sleep? Like, do they plan on like leaving? Because we plan on getting, you know, turned up, you know? This well, is... it'll be like back in the day. You know, we took a station wagon three days and uh, we leave. It's three days back. So, you know, we're... like maybe just everybody just goes back to college for a day and is cool on sleeping on the ground with like a napkin over them because that's all like we have to like <laughs> as a blanket. You. No, that's fine. Oh. Thanks. No, everybody has that friend that you stay over and they're like, yeah, dude, like a blanket's right next to you, but the blanket isn't big enough or it's like, it's not long enough to cover you fully stretched out. Oh, so you God. have to make the decision of like, is it the top that is cold? <laughs> is it the bottom that's going to be cold? Or is it, I'm going to be uncomfortable and try and squeeze into this thing. Uh, yeah. So that's my spiel on blankets. No, you never want to put somebody in a position like that. Yeah, we always got nice blankets, but it just might be like we're drinking a lot and you may pass out on the stairs right there, you know? Looking forward to it. But there is a guest bedroom that people are going to be fighting for if people are planning on. Yeah. Come on, hey. Sydney's like, how do we like decide who gets it? I was like, oh, I don't know. You know people like, make fun of bunk beds, but, you know, maybe, this would be a great time. Yeah, I'm going to try and have like draw, like drinking drawful ready. I'm going to try and have like fun Jackbox games ready. <laughs> Don't drink and drive, that type of stuff. There's going to be, and then you're going to have like the cliche, like 
uh, like uh, beer pong in the garage type of thing. Of You'll have the is it really beer VR, pong if it's not freezing? You know? The VR down here in the basement drinking games. I pray yeah. for your walls. Yeah, that's gonna be ba- actually that's probably a bad idea. I probably shouldn't <laughs> do that. Like, you're, you're gonna need a designated like looking at my VR station and- <laughs> coordinator, like supervisor. Yeah, maybe that's a bad idea. Uh, what else is coming up or has been new in this past week? Oh, I mean, you teased something last night. Today is Friday. Oh. So but by the time this podcast is out, so I guess the actual early Patreon listeners will get a sneak little peek. Yup. Well, there's currently just like a little product mix up on the page. So we don't want to tweet out yet. And then people... Uh, like see that it's very minimal difference, but then be like, wait, I thought I was. Yeah. I ordered this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, new holiday collection and it's not uh, limited. It's going to be like the one I ran in summer. Uh, So when you order it, you know, it's pretty much shipped. So as long as you ship within like four days of Christmas, it'll be there in time for the holidays. Um, And we got, we got an all over comfy tee, which is what I'm wearing right now. We got a graphic tee. Oh, you're wearing it right now? Give me a spin. Yeah, give me a spin. Yeah, give me a spin. Well, this there's two variations. Like this is the, okay. the dark. Oh, yeah. I like the different yeah. color sleeves. I like yeah, that. Uh, oh, and then I got the joggers on. You know how? It oh, is. you you jump shoot shoddy right yeah. now. <laughs> okay. Um, we have joggers. We have leggings again for the ladies. Um, we have. They're not glasses. They're technically uh, what's? They're like plastic, but they're like sunglasses. The, no, one second. What, what is it called? Uh, Blue screen glasses. They're Triton, so people don't think they're getting glass. Uh, but Triton oh. um, drinking glasses, little print on them. They came out really cool, as well as uh, stainless uh, drinking cups, like water bottles with uh, prints on them. So if you want to go check those out, you can I do am that. gonna get them joggers for sure. That's yeah. what I will be copping from this collection. They're very nice because my house is cold. It's so cold. Today was like one of the first big snowstorms. <sighs> yeah, but we got no snow up here, dude. That just shows how like weird Colorado is. Well, yeah, I mean, especially like in the summer, like, dude, it's like downpouring half a block away really because it's just sunshine over <laughs> yeah. here i don't know yeah it's like really nice over yeah, here Yeah, really oh um and i pick claire from the airport today and i'm like bring some of that warmth with you like how those roads are the roads pretty okay they were not that bad but you would have thought we were in the arctic or something yeah, it's always like the first kind of snowstorm everybody's like Ooh. yeah and then or, by like, like come february i feel like that's kind of when like we're talking like five miles per hour and like 40 mile per hour zones when visibility is fine and the roads have some snow on it, but it hasn't iced or anything like it's you're, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And then it just causes, it's more likely to cause incidents. Like this one guy decided without looking to take a left and merge into this traffic without looking. And so I'm driving and he's driving at like five miles per hour turning in. So then I have to swerve and break because, and, and I'm like honking and dude just like, just keeps going it's like you know none of this would happen if but it's like the first snowstorm and you would have thought no one in colorado has ever driven i'm seeing suvs 
four by four trucks, like like white knuckle in the the steering wheel, like we're gonna die. Yeah. As long as you did your due diligence, which you should have, and gotten decent tires, you're gonna be okay. At least in this storm. Not a blizzard or anything. Um do you guys want to move on to you guys want to move on to questions? Do I? Okay. Um, got no, a question. I don't, I don't want oh, okay. to. Oh. oh, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the yep. podcast. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is actually something we didn't talk about, which is actually a pretty good comment. Um, happy one twelve. Are y'all excited for Spider Man? Already got my ticket. Yes, I'm so excited for Spider Um. Uh. Yes, I'm excited. I haven't gotten tickets, but I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna get tickets when they start inevitably opening them up to more theaters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like I also didn't realize they went on sale, and then it was like a frenzy, and I was like, "Oh, they're selling out!" And then their scalpers are reselling them for thousands. I'm like, you know, if I don't get to see it Thursday night, that's okay. I'll yeah. go see. It I'll just Friday. stay off social media for a night. Yeah, but like, and the reality is, just like when Star Wars hits or other Marvel movies, like the theater just becomes Spider-Man theater. They're going to be like, okay, we're predicted to sell like three tickets in this tier. That one's Spider-Man. Okay, that that one's Spider-Man. Okay, they're all Spider-Man. So they're going to open up more show times and I'll go. But um, And I'm excited for it, but I'm not like... If I had known they were going on sale at that time, I probably would have tried to just get them at the time. But because I missed the, you know, the, the wagon on that yeah, one, first I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'm not going to break my back. I'll see it first weekend for sure. Like I'll see it as early as I can, but I'm not paying extra. I'm not going to like go crazy. I'm going to, we'll get it. I'll see it when I don't have to sit in the first couple of rows. Okay. That's my only, I would rather um, wait than, you know, break my neck. Um, Okie Roki asks a uh, question for anyone that uploads on YouTube. Uh, when you are, uh, when me. are you going to make the switch to 1440 P videos? It's a noticeable difference, and many YouTubers, such as Dado, have made the switch. Uh, is it too expensive, or is it too much of a fuss? Um, funny thing. Um, but I can't. I can record in it, but it's no different because my monitor, uh, that plays and stuff is stuck at 1080. So I would have to get a better monitor, um, for it to even really matter, because it would just be upscaled. It wouldn't change much. Yeah. Uh, I need to do it soon, I guess. Like 4K, I'm not. Center, I'm not in a hurry for 4K. Well, the the problem too is like these are mounted and they have to be specific sizes and weights. And on top of that, um, I'm very pick. Like I need 143 hertz refresh rate at least, or 144. I mean, there's. I think there's 1440p 144s now. Well, I was always looking for 4K. Um, oh, I don't think that's going to be a thing for a while. And as far as I could find, yeah. So I probably could get 1440, but then at that point too, should I be making this or should I just wait a little bit longer until probably inevitably we find 4K 144. But then also at that point, are there a lot of games I'm going to be able to play 4K 144 anyway? I don't know. Yeah. I'm in limbo, but yes, I'll eventually make it. To be fair, I was 720 for way too long too. I'm always a little... <laughs> I'm always a little weight on the uh, the resolution change. Uh, Classy says, inspired by a tweet I came across this week, who would win, Gandalf or Yoda? Also, any thoughts of when the next live caller podcast is going to be? 
I was actually thinking about doing that for one of the pre-recording ones that we do for the holiday episodes. But like we can, no. you know, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Yoda. Yeah, I was gonna say Yoda. Really as well. I would also say Yoda. Yeah, maybe someone can make a, an argument, but that doesn't really seem close. Like, it's OP, man. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know Gandalf's enough a about Gandalf to like. I don't know his abilities and into his specs, but Star Wars seems to go way more into Yoda's specs than they do Gandalf. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just gonna. It's I don't think it's close. It's Yoda. Uh, Wolf who keeps says this question is for fruit. I know it's been a bit of a throwback, but of all your Kingdom series, have always been some of my favorites. Have you ever considered doing Kingdom Two Crowns co-op run? Perhaps with one of the fine co-hosts. Uh, well, I already have a couple episodes recorded. Uh, with Joey. Ah. He was the one that reached out. Well, uh, we're playing the new Norselands. We'll see if it ever gets posted. I don't know. Could just be playing it for fun too. I don't know. We have a couple hours. Uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of things have changed though. Um, good changes, bad changes. Good changes. It's just like I'm trying to do things that I vaguely remember doing years ago, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's not how it works anymore." But the freaking game, like, what more could you ask for? Start as a medieval game, and then they got a samurai expansion when I played. Now they have a Viking expansion which I played. Pirates cool. win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, the game was made for me. It's dope. Um, Amy Joyer asks you and four other people have to take down a fully grown elephant. Uh, each of you get one spear each and have to kill the elephant. Who are you picking to be on your squad? You can pick anyone from the last 200 years. They also have to be a real life human if there's any confusion there. Terrain is the African savanna. I hate this question. You mean to tell me I have to think? I have to see, this is where I think it's. You mean to tell me I have to think of four people within the last 200 years that I think <laughs> would give me the best odds of killing an elephant when we have five spears? No. Yeah, quite honestly, dude, this is not a hard question. I can I can guarantee you, okay, uh, like dude. elephant hunting, elephant like poaching is already such a big deal. So you hire any of like the current poachers that are that doing know it what today, they're doing, and yeah. they probably won't have a problem getting that. I don't need I don't need I don't need like a big name. Just get the dudes who do it every day. I for take money. I'll take three poachers. And Although most of them, though, this is not saying I approve yeah, of poaching at all, but. Scenario, Okay, but, but in this scenario, poachers are f- way are like are like animal s- scalpers. All right, <laughs> like they they're shitholes for a whole different reason, but they know how to be shitholes. Like, but counterpoint is we maybe it's better to go a little bit back in time because most poachers these days are guns. Would they be able to perform the same with a spear? Now, maybe I would take one of them. Because their knowledge, I'm sure they know where to find them, when to find them, how to, you know, that kind of stuff. But, like, maybe that spear is the difference. Or maybe they'll be like, we don't even really need the spears. So maybe there's something to it. But I I think that would be the only argument for anyone else. But, yeah, I I agree with Blue. That's probably your your best shot. Or Um, you just get the four best Olympic javelin throwers in the last 200 years. I don't know. That's cool. Um, Sloss asks, how do you describe ranch to someone who has never had it? Uh, before I get attacked, please, uh, people ask me what ranch is and it's hard to explain. So I need input. Who's asking It's like spicy you? cream. There you go. Easy done. Bro. Who's that? But like, who's asking you to just try ranch? 
Just I don't think ranch it. is like a it's thing. It's so readily available. Yeah, it's everywhere. Oh yeah, why 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 describe it when ranch is just like you could you could literally walk into a, I think, a restaurant ranch and they'll probably have ranch. Thing? I don't think so. I mean maybe. I think ranch is just an NA thing. I don't think I, so. I'm I'm I think it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Um uh, is ranch dressing popular in other countries? Um I don't think it is. Ranch is now far and away the most popular style dressing in the country, but what country is it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like Cause I feel like in other countries they put like oil vinaigrette, like, you know? And then we're like, ranch. <laughs> I'm not like a big fan of ranch, but like Oh, I stand. You give me a salad, ranch is going on that salad. Yeah, no blue cheese. I don't like blue cheese. Like no ew. Oh well okay. Well here's Give me a, a wrap, ranch is going on that wrap. Somebody mm-hmm. says, How popular is a ranch dressing outside the United States? A lot of people are saying not very. Um, like this person, like I'm in the Philippines. There's only one local brand, isn't very good. Um there was a big surge in availability in the UK for a while. Thought it may have some staying power, but the last time I went into a Tesco, the availability was no better than any other salad dressing. Um Brit here. I've heard of it outside of the US and never seen it in a shop or restaurant. See? Um Yeah. I was like, I th- People don't like ranch except for fat Americans like us. Yeah, maybe. As I love ranch. <laughs> I I love pizza don't. ranch, yes. I fucking like, love ranch on the normal things. If there's alternative options, then is my brain is like ranch thing? not tight. I don't think Oh that. no, I just put hot sauce on my pizza. Okay. I like here that. I there's only one ranch I enjoy. Red Robin's homemade ranch with their fries. That's about it. I'm gonna be honest. At that point, you're at that point, you're you're, you're settling for second ranch. best it's because super, like watery. It's weird. Their ranch it's is good. Dead. No, but doesn't doesn't Red Robin have like their own like sauce? Their Red That's Robin campfire sauce? sauce. Yeah, the campfire sauce. At that campfire point, campfire sauce you ranch? is great. But like their ranch, dude, is like I've, it. It's like cold too. <laughs> like it's weird. Like and it's like super like. It's gonna sound weird, but it's like wet. Like it's like. A really smooth. It's, it's not like a thick like ranch. It's like really thin. You it's just great. drench your fries in some nice um, seasoning, kidney stone seasoning, and then dunk that sunker in there in the ranch. And uh, yeah. yeah, aside from that, I don't really like ranch. Um, yeah, but I think to answer the question, it's yeah, blue has it pretty close. I think. Um, like Danny z- Carter. I would say zesty, oh. maybe not spicy. Zesty, zesty cream. Zesty. Cream. Yeah. Uh, zesty. Danny's got a question. It says, "How were the Brussels sprouts? Gotta cook those in bacon, maple, and their dough." So we didn't have Brussels sprouts, but ah. I did have from HelloFresh. I did have cabbage. Oh, okay. I love cabbage. I mean, Brussels sprouts, cabbage. I love cabbage. So here's my thing with cabbage. When it's the cabbage is when cabbage is like cut in little pieces, I like the cabbage. Yum. That was yummy. But when it's a big, big long strand of cabbage and it's long, I don't like that. So as long as it's cut finely, I like cabbage. And it was yummy. But I don't like the long stringy kind of cabbage. Like uh, I would give cabbage like a six out of ten. 
We'll take that, I guess. Um, DPR says, hello, gents. Managed to fix my billing issues to uh, back to being a Patreon stand. Weekly million Welcome. dollar question for you. Oh, weekly million dollar question. Wow. You get a million dollars, but every day one random person is cha- oh, one random person challenges you to a Pokemon battle. The closest non-living item becomes your Pokemon, and you have to duke it out. Winner gets X amount of money from the loser. So for Blue's case, if he doesn't go out with his family, uh, wait, he doesn't go out. His family will duel him randomly each day. Would you take the money? This is easy. What do you mean? Yeah. That's, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I lose, I'm getting Pokemon battles. You know why not? But it's like poke, like you lose money. Like you know how you lose some of your Pokey bucks to the gym leaders. Yeah, and but stuff they're like giving that? me the million. So like it's I'm losing it from yeah, the million. Yeah, my parents suck at anyway. Pokemon. This is not hard. Yeah. <laughs> For me, the closest non-living, I guess it's my mic. Go, Mike. Yeah. Use Go feedback. keyboard. <laughs> Go bowl. You um use fill up. Use expired milk. <laughs> Leftover <laughs> at the bottom. Curled milk. <laughs> use come let come attack. Um Space Vulture says question for all. If you if all of the dream team plus extended dream team plus dream team next generation. Wow. Like Star oh Trek. God. <laughs> we're old. Um, we're they're gonna uh, replace us. Oh, one we're day. gender bent. Who would be the hottest? Who would be the hottest gender bend? Ooh. Arios. And then here's the extra uh, question for Rob: Do you follow or are familiar with uh, Mexican football soccer league? No, but my grandpa was. My grandpa loved uh, Monterrey. I think it was. Uh, who would be the hottest? Still saying Arios. Probably would be Arios. Yeah, I mean, man's thick. Yeah, Arios is our himbo. What he lacks yeah. in brain power, he makes up for in physical power. He'll just be power. a bimbo. Like, yeah, he's our I, himbo. Like, he's, you know, yeah. he's not all there, but like, Plus damn, like, but damn, is Arios hot? Arios, uh, uh, Arios is kind of hot. Ariel's kind of hot flushed, pointing together. Uh, the counselor asks, you are fixed, uh, forced to pick between saving the life of the person you care about the most or saving the life of a hundred strangers. Uh, the caveat, if you choose to save the one person and sacrifice a hundred, everyone will know about it. If you choose to save the 100 sacrifice, uh, to save the hundred and sacrifice the one, no one will know about it. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm selfish. Sorry, hundred people. A, I'm gonna save. A, I'm gonna save Sydney. Um, mm. ten times out of ten. Sorry, okay. but uh, hundred people did. Yeah, my bad. Okay. So hit me that one more time. Okay, so would you rather save the one person you care about the most, but like you, in the process, a hundred people die and everybody knows about it, or do you save a hundred people and the one person you care about dies the most? And nobody knows about it. So the world's going to think you're a bad guy. Like, dang, you How about me? You know what? Me and the most important are going out to save 200 people easy. Oh, so you like <laughs> you just go die out. in the process. Go okay. out together? That's hella romantic. Okay. Notebook style? Okay. And we uh, save 200 people. People are going to be like, wow. Those two, those guys were tight. 
Well, no, they won't know. That's the point. They won't know if you sacrifice your loved one or yourself. Okay. All right, this is... Wait, uh, yeah, oh. you won't get any recognition. Yeah, you know what? Still fine. Um, your people easy. Not Blue Wheat Loaf says pegging? Question mark. <laughs> what about it? That's a thing? Yes. I mean, yeah. If you're into that, man, go, go for it. It's 2021, man. You know what the question is. But it says, if you don't want to answer that, then have you ever stopped yourself from buying something because it was too from expensive? Do you regret it? Have I ever been pegged? No. Does that mean I'm against it? No. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. No kink shame here. Yeah. You want to go? Uh, but hey, God put the G spot in there for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Have yeah, you ever sure. stopped yourself from buying something because it was too expensive? Did you regret it? All the time, literally all the time. But did you regret it? I can think of several times where I didn't and wish I did. I feel like I regret yeah. it more when I do. Yeah. Like that regret is better than not doing it and regretting it, usually. Um, I can't really think of anything that like, I regret for not buying. I mean, other than like the amount of money I would have made off of it if I... Oh, yeah. Like, because uh, like, like those apes, I guess. Because those were like too expensive. Because I think like... I think at that point, like they were 0.3 ETH, and that was like a thousand dollars or like eight hundred dollars. Speaking of which, how'd your how'd your NBA top loaders or whatever the fuck it's called? I don't have how those. That anymore, dude. I made that. I made five K and I ran. Like I made the opportunity cost, and I I ran. You know, a lot of the potential that was made there was made gone. But uh, I mean, I think Top Shot's like in a bad spot. I mean, I think like the Steph Curry thing I sold for like five thousand dollars is now selling for like eight hundred. So got to show you, yeah. Um, the Duck Storm says this question is for Fruit. Now that you have been declared himself as the twenty-first rank in the world for Epic Seven, what is your favorite was, character thematically and for gameplay? It was short-lived. I hit like thirteen. Uh, no, nah, I'm just back in like champ two or whatever. Um, like, well, how did you hit that? Like, what do you have to do to hit that? Uh, a lot. Like constructed? Like there's. Well, uh, it's hard to say. Like, if you know gotcha games, kind of makes sense. So it's like a usual PvP arena where like people set up defense teams, and then you have to go through them, and then as you beat them, you slowly gain rank. So this week I got to 13th in the world, pretty pog. Uh, but it's like impossible to keep up, especially with my like. I frankly didn't belong up there. I just you know made a mad dash for it real quick, because um, I just outgeared on stuff. Um, but characters thematically, it's a good question. Thematically or gameplay wise. I think gameplay wise, I like Strays uh, because I'm tired of tanks. He's my tank buster. I don't really have any other answer, uh, and so he's the only thing Are that keeps me about sane. Fantasy? No. Uh, and does uh, like design wise, there's a lot of good ones. Can't entirely think of one. Maybe like Landy though. I think she's a pretty cool design. Or yeah, probably Landy. 
Okay. Uh, Crystal asks, what's something you wish you were good at, but just really are bad at instead? Shooters. <laughs> All right. Games. Well, where to start? That's practice. Anything that I'm not making good at? Money. Yeah, CSGO. I wish I were good at making money. I was, wish I was good at CSGO. <laughs> That'd be nice. I wish I was at, would good at not being depressed. Uh, that would that'd be good. Literally, and just anything I'm not good at, why wouldn't I want to be good at it? You know? Yeah. So there's a lot. Um, Lake. I hope I'm saying that correct. Um, uh, first time asking a Patreon here. What's the worst secondhand embarrassment you've ever experienced? Um, we've talked about it before a little bit, but my dad in drive-throughs is just the most embarrassing dude in the world. Just like immediately pulls up, hello, and then is just like, uh, let me get number twos and uh, like three cokes, like just cokes with those, and it's just like. What's a, he's just the and it's always just like oh my god like I just I hated it so that's why like we've talked about I'm overly nice to uh fast food cashiers specifically because of that um not a lot I feel like I get more secondhand embarrassment from watching my friends and other people yesterday. No, that wasn't embarrassing. It was oh. bad, but it wasn't embarrassing. No, that was why me. <laughs> okay, well, now it's getting embarrassing. You're my baby. Yeah, honestly, it's usually more like, like the less I know, cringe? the less I know of the situation and the people is when I'm most likely to probably have more cringe or secondhand embarrassment or whatever. Like, um, there was that video today. Joey re- like responded to it. I was like, let me look at this. It was some girl in some government building during like a you know community discussion, whatever. Obviously, yeah. voicing her opinions about mask mandates and COVID, you know all that stuff. But she, oh goes my up. god, yes, yeah, dude, that was the worst thing I've ever watched in my life. She goes up, puts on like a little Santa hat, and then at the mic, actual she, cringe. She turns on the instrumental to "All I Want for Christmas," and then she has her own lyrics. You're um, joking. No. Where is this? I, I'll send it to you. I got like. Oh, I have to see this. I got like a soft 30 seconds in, and I'm like, I can't. Like, it was <sighs> actually too much. It was oh. awful. Oh, no. But like, those things like that. Cringe. Yeah. And like, you, I bet the board members are just sitting there like. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, I can only watch part... so much before I have to look away. <laughs> and, um,. I didn't get to the part where apparently they applauded her, like the crowd or whatever. I didn't get to that part. Good. They applaud her. They're like, she killed that. Uh, well, I don't know how what the applause was supposed to mean, the intention behind it, because again, I didn't make shit. Mariah far. variant. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cringe. Um, do you have any? Is that? Just watching videos too, or do you have like? I, I I don't really get secondhand embarrassed because like at this point I'm just like, whatever. You've, you've cut the cringe cord, like the cringe. You I've cut myself you, off right? from physical contact so much that I no longer have opportunities of, to be embarrassed. Um, speaking of that, uh, Feel says, "All right, Blue and Walker as an expansion. Where is it in the rankings? Can't wait to see some rating streams oh. in the future. I was there for Sharks Uwu clear, and it was Yay. awesome. Yo." 
Final Fantasy Endwalker, this is the best expansion they've ever done. Also, if this were just a standalone JRPG, this would be easy game of the year. Not even close. Wow. High praises. This is the best best expansion I've ever played. Uh, probably top three JRPGs I've ever played. Counterpoint, uh, first of Osiris. So anyways, uh, <laughs> probably the top five games I've ever played in my life, to be honest. Amazing uh, game. Goo Boy says, howdy, everyone. Would you rather live in Star Wars or Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit slash Middle Earth? You could not live a quiet life. You're always on some kind of adventure. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Being in space all that time. Mm. Yeah, I would probably say that. a lot of responsibility. That's scary. Like... Is there like the last phobia, but for space? Because like that's that would be that for me. So no thanks. I'd rather just eat second, third breakfast, whatever. Um, yeah. and then it's fall for blue. I recently stopped playing Final Fantasy fourteen because I've been struggling with enjoying ARR simply because the story hey, is a that's bit of okay, a drag. King. That's okay. But I know it's getting better later on. I'm sure you get this question a whole lot. But tips to have enjoying the game more until the expansion. Um, quite honestly, you shouldn't treat ARR as an MMO. You should just treat them as like standalone games. And if you don't like it, that's okay. ARR is very hard to get through. Take your time to get through it. What is that? Uh, the the base game. Oh. Oh yeah, that's like that. You just got to get like two hundred hours in, man, and then it gets good. It's hard to get through. If you don't enjoy the game by like near the end of Realm Reborn might not be a hundred percent for you if you're a very story-based player then it does get really good if you're someone who just like enjoys gameplay like i know a lot of people are like no don't skip if you just want to enjoy like some good mmo endgame content like absolutely you should skip dude um got a question from chives have any of you played the card game Bang? If not, it's a Wild West style game where players have roles. Sheriff, Deputy, Outlaw, and Renegade each have different roles. It might be not complicated enough for Fruit, uh, but it's super fun and I have a copy and I'm happy to send it to Fruit's P.O. box since none of my fr- uh, IRL friends play it. Sag. And Rob, how about them Pats? Go Pats. First in the, first in the AFC. Easy, of course. Never doubt. Um... I'm looking it up. I mean, if you have an extra you don't want, I mean, I'll take it, but otherwise, I'll still look more into it and see if it's something I think me and my friends would like. But at the very least, I like Western stuff. So, And also, a game uh, doesn't have to necessarily be complicated to be fun. It's just when it's so... There's so little agency. Like, you don't really have to think much do much i like when you just have to you have to engage with the game okay uh treyborn uh now that uh Mug- uh mugen train recap for demon slayer is done and the first episode of the new art came out this week have what? you guys seen it thoughts and are you hyped to see what comes next i have not watched well, it yet. does that response tell you i did not realize demon slayer well, shoot. I know what I'm watching today. Well, there you go. We have not. Have you watched it, Blue? I have not watched it yet. I didn't even know it came out. Yeah. yeah. I knew it came out. I just 
anime game. Hey, Slacking. I'm not. I'm not as big into my anime as I once to. was. My bad, fam. Final oh. Fantasy is my anime now. <laughs> I'm doing something I never do. I'm rewatching a show right now. The Witcher season one. Oh, I need to. Oh, you're, you're getting you're getting you're getting yourself hyped up for season two, mm-hmm. huh? I want to be immersed. Do they again. release it all in one batch? Probably not. Or okay, they don't really do that anymore. Okay, we're going back to usual TV. We cut the cord, but the cord found us. Um, Ricardio the Heart. Is there any kind of animal you guys didn't think was real as a kid? I used to think reindeers were just made up thing for Christmas stories. I didn't think a liger was real. Like when Napoleon Dynamite, he's like drawing a liger. He's like, it's like my favorite animal. I thought he was just like drawing like a whimsical creature, but like a liger is a real thing. I'm trouble on this one. Well, all the ones I think, but but they're not real, <laughs> like griffins or dragons. Or... Yeah, I will say I didn't think axolotls were real. I thought they were just like a made up thing. I hadn't from... heard of them, but if I was a kid, I probably would have thought, yeah, those were made up. I, there was there was every animal as a kid that I I knew was fake, but. As an adult, I didn't think axolotls were real. And then I was like, holy shit. Those are actually real things. They're wild. Um, Nature's scary. Stedron, uh, the government has been lying to us for years. An apocalyptic event uh, is coming for us. Um, They've been working on two different survival plans. A vault plan like Fallout and a space plan. Which do you choose and why? This (laughs) one. No thanks. I don't care. I would not do well in either of them. I would honestly uh, rather go out on top instead of slowly going crazy and then dying that way. I would. Uh, I hate both, but I would probably choose Fallout. If I had to choose, it would probably be the vault. But I'd probably just shoot myself. Give me else. Yeah. If that was genuinely my only options, I'm going. What are you out. choosing, Blue? Unless I have a family or something. Then <sighs> Probably the vault. Space is too scary to me. Because yeah. like if because like just knowing that like you're all the way out there. Like if something goes wrong, like you're dead. You're just dead. There's absolutely no chance. Something goes wrong. It's just over. Yeah. On the other hand, though, if you wanted to go out, space would be real easy. Yeah. Easy, quick. You know, open that hatch. Done. Um, Orange says, hey guys, enjoy the podcast as always. So here's my question for Blue. Uh, how do you feel about oh. Gunbreaker in Endwalker? It feels clunky and very strict than it did in Shadowbringers. Also going to be doing Savage Tier Week 1 Hard Blind. So they're going to be fun. Uh, you guys can turn off your brains for the next minute if you want. Okay, go. Okay, I really don't like Gunbreaker in, in Endwalker. Uh, I was really excited for it. Just because I the idea of a two card spender seemed really cool, uh, but the so I figured this out when I was labbing, and then I looked in the Gunbreaker, the the lounge and the questions and the balance. So the only way to make Gunbreaker feel smooth is if in the two minute window of No Mercy you gnashing fang before No Mercy, right? And this feels like shit because you would always No Mercy into gnashing fang. 
That's the only way you go into every No Mercy window with three cards. So I don't like the three cards. Okay. I don't like yeah. that I have to instant Gnashing Fang in the one and a half minute window just to catch up. And then as much as I love Double Down, I don't really like... It just they didn't really plan out how three cards would interact with double down. And it makes the rotation just feel bad. So you can't you either have to pick like ADPS or RDPS. Cause like you either pick putting double down in raid burst window or you pick fitting all of hyper velocity burst strikes into raid buff, so like neither of them feel good. Anyways, that's how I feel about Gunbreaker and Walker. Uh good luck on the Savage tier. It uh it's gonna be really tight, and I'm also going in week one uh blind. It's gonna be great. Um, and Nero, uh, says, so I got this video game idea from the previous GG easy podcast. How would you guys feel about a Yu-Gi-Oh VR game? You'd be able to summon the monsters and see them fight in front of you. Yay or nay. I would pre-order that day one. That sounds, uh, I mean, pot of greed. My investment in the Yu-Gi-Oh franchise is non-existent. I never played or watched or did any of that it sounds cool and i would give it a try but i don't think it would have the same impact on me as it would like Yu-Gi-Oh fans yeah I'd but i'd want that for them wait what happened uh would you be down for a vr Yu-Gi-Oh game oh, fuck yeah i would baby i want that shit uh stracken says what is your guys' favorite halo uh halo 2 trace blue what's your favorite halo What's my favorite Halo? Yeah. Infinite Baby. I've really been enjoying Infinite. You've been playing like the campaign? No, the yeah, multiplayer. Or... Okay. I see you. Yeah. Without us. Every uh, now and every now and again I'll go back and play some. Um Oko with the last question says it's Blue, Oko! what's your favorite song from Endwalker? I'm between the final boss, final area, and Rads at Con. Also, any salsa recommendations? Salsa recommendations? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm well, not the stuff available guy. to us is like generic yeah. store brand stuff. So, facts. If I have to, um, like pace, yeah, where, yeah, hot or something. I like them. I like them where they're hot, flavor-wise, and kind of spicy, but not just like spicy for the salsa. sake of spicy. No, so, no chunky uh, see, salsa. I prefer chunky over like liquidy. Oh, see, I like liquidy salsa over chunky. I do like Chili's liquidy sauce, you know. Hmm. Salsa? I don't know. I feel like just like a local salsa is good. Like, I don't know. I haven't found like a good store-bought salsa yet, to be honest. Yep. And um, wait, oh, what was your favorite song? Uh, favorite song? I think probably the Dungeon Boss theme or... The dungeon boss thing, probably dungeon boss theme or final boss theme. To be honest, both the final ex trial, yeah, one of those yeah. ogre two theme. But the overall Endwalker footfalls theme, like that's still that's still like kind of bang. So I, this whole X package has been insane music. Yeah, it makes me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I feel that, bro um yeah that'll do it for the gg over easy podcast episode 112 really excited to hear about what everybody said 112 means to them 
Next episode will be 112 and a half. There will be no 113. Yeah, are we going to straight 114? Well, I figure 112 and a half and then 114. So then people are like, they don't <laughs> yeah. straight up think. Okay, nothing. we'll have to tell this our management company then, like, please name this episode 112 and a half if you can. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no, there's no leeway. Or we can be like, this is episode 112 and a half. There was no 113. Never was, never will be. There's no 113 in Bossing Say. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Uh, we'll see you next week as we draw ever closer to the holidays. Next week, we're also going to have to record a whole bunch of a couple episodes podcasts. ahead. Yeah, because yeah. Studio 71, uh, their holidays, like two and a half weeks through until past New Year's. So. We got to make sure we have stuff so that uh, the audio listeners will have it. If it wasn't for you audio listeners. We love you audio listeners and we the video listeners. listeners. Yeah, if that's not proof we love you, then what isn't? What is? Whatever. Thanks. See you guys next week. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.